0: welcome to the hallmarkies podcast we are very excited today we are here to preview the movies coming out in love ever after in february and even a little beyond on hallmark channel and hallmark movies and mysteries going to be really fun i just know i had to do it and i had to have my friend dory here to help me with this preview
1: yay i'm so excited to be here it's been a while I know.
0: <laughs> Thank but you so like much. <laughs> I know <laughs> it all blends together. It was it the end of uh, the end of December? I guess was our 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 last time that we did a recap. But uh, you were kind enough. You and your. Co-hosts on your podcast were kind enough to join us for the Hallmarkies Awards. What? And a so we treat. appreciate your performance, your participation. I love that Is you said that? performance because it <laughs> was a performance, yeah, ladies it was. and gentlemen. You even <laughs> made hats and stuff. It was great.
1: We definitely. I ordered a tiara for it uh, um, the, from yeah. Amazon, <laughs> and we really went all out, Mel went to party city to get <laughs> to get an ensemble. We really did it up big. So thank you for I, having us.
0: That's comforting to know that party city is still a thing because like no one does have any parties anymore.
1: Oh party city's still still a thing apparently. That's Mel good. had to travel to the big city in Maine. <laughs> to
0: stop at Party okay. City. So we right. really prepared for this. Yeah. Yeah, if you go to party city these days it's like a quarantine party for one. Quit <laughs> get
1: you can basically like
0: get like, some balloons to cheer yourself
1: up, yeah. you
0: know. It's like your Zoom uh, your Zoom party. Exactly. You can dress your Zoom
1: set with the decorations, all kinds of yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We recently had a we did a murder mystery party uh with my family for my 40th birthday. The big 40 happened. Just how and, you were expecting to spend yeah. it, right? <laughs> On Zoom. Yes, and we did a murder mystery party with the Great British Bake Off theme and it was called the Great British Bump Off was the name of the game. Well, that's
1: amazing.
0: Yeah, so that was really fun.
1: <laughs> Who was the killer?
0: Uh, it was my brother-in-law and uh, <laughs> he was, he was a, I forget his name I think it was like macaroon I think was his name <laughs> macaroon and uh, and he was a Scottish golfer and he did the full accent and everything it was really funny oh that's amazing <laughs> I'm yeah. glad he got and into it, it yeah and then <laughs> my cute little niece uh, she ha- was like really dedicated to it and getting into it. And she's taking notes and she is, <laughs> which was adorable. She's like, I, I think I know who it is. And that's so cute. She yeah. took notes. Oh yeah. Very thorough notes too. And and it was, that was really fun. But uh, so yeah, big, big four. But uh, we j- recently had, now we had new year, new movies, not Winterfest anymore. Uh, but what do you think? Did you get to see any of the January movies at all?
1: I have a confession. I did not watch any. <laughs> oh, wait, <really? laughs> that's okay. I'm I... sure I will marathon them at some point, <laughs> but I didn't watch any. I am ashamed to say. No, that's okay.
0: I I have not been able to get through Snowkissed yet. That one, ooh, really is challenging for me. Uh-oh. Even though I like all the people involved, it's just not not working for me, but I, the three previous to that, I thought were quite great. I I think it was way better than last year. Let's if if if, if New Year's new movies is what they had to do in order to not repeat last year. uh th- that's what they think they did a great job because I uh, to me there was just so many misses last year this Mm -hmm. year almost all successes so and I haven't watched the mystery yet either so of um I haven't watched the Martha's Vineyard mystery yet because of Sundance and all that fun stuff but well never you fear
1: if there's one thing I can do it's marathons movies so I'm sure (laughs) if you talk to me
0: in like two days I will have watched them all (laughs) yeah uh and we had so much fun too because we had the taking a shot at love we did an individual movie recap with lala fitzgerald who's a ballerina in real life and uh so that was pretty fun to oh, get that's to so cool yeah i love that he's adorable but anyway moving on we have february movies and the reason why i wanted to do a preview because i feel like these movies are kind of bonkers and crazy i'm so, so I was like excited we have to preview them Yeah, and and so and we are going to do the two in march because usually those are kind of like in between spring fling isn't starting hasn't started the last two years until the end of march so we're free i figure they'll do that as well but uh let's dive in let's get started so the first one that we have coming up this is going to air this uh, preview will air on Saturday, so it'll be that night. Uh, the 6th, it's Beverly, Beverly Hills Wedding. And it stars Brooke D'Orsay and Brendan Penny, Directed by Paul Ziller, who's done tons. And it has three writers, including Jo Bokin. And she has done a lot of different stuff. I guess uh, when I interviewed her, which will air on Monday, actually... Uh, she said that she wasn't that she was involved in a lot of the project, but then kind of moved away from the project. So I don't know how much of her influence will really be on the end result. But nevertheless, she is involved on the writing side, and so the this one is about when small town wedding photographer Molly baby sister gets engaged she enters the budget conscious couple in a contest and wins a dream wedding an all expenses paid celeb worthy event at a historic Beverly Hills Hotel thrown by planner to the stars Terrence Roquefort it all seems perfect but when the engaged couple seems uneasy with the new plans and maid of honor duties bring Molly closer to the best man her ex boyfriend Corey she reconsiders whose dreams she is trying to fulfill. <clears throat> so, wow. what are your initial thoughts That's this summary? That's a lot.
1: That's a lot. My head is spinning. That that there's a lot happening there. Yeah. Um. Those were a lot of words you just read. <laughs> <laughs> um. I I feel a little anxious. Like <laughs> it just seems like it's going to be a bit much. But I adore Brooke Diorse. I'll watch anything she's in. And um, I will put my reservations aside to support this movie, even though it involves a wedding. And a lot of times, wedding-related Hallmark movies are not my jam. Um, you join me in that. I didn't I no, For some you. reason, I didn't realize that you weren't into the wedding movies like I. Here's That's the, the thing, thing, Rachel. I want to be into the wedding movies. I go in every time wanting to be into it. I love a wedding. And I just, there are just very few. I You know what? You know what did it? You know what did it? The Wedding March did it. Yeah. You know what did it? Like, that yeah, really messed me up with these wedding
0: movies. That second Wedding March movie especially was... Ooh. Ooh, oh, that no. That one was really bad with the, uh, the Bridezilla horrible uh lady I I just can't stand the bridezillas. I mean, and, and of course Brook Dorsey is not going the closest she ever got to being a bridezilla would be June and January. Right. Which uh, but she was not a bridezilla at all. She was not yeah. a bride. She was uh she had a lot of opinions and stuff, which is fine. But um but and a lot of conflict with Mary Lou Henner. But <laughs> um but uh, but I feel like Brooke Diorse needs a win. I feel like she has not had a really great homework <laughs> movie. You've so. you've been you and Brooke have been having problems the past I know. couple of
1: years. And I you love need to reconcile.
0: <laughs> I do love her. I really do. And but I don't feel like she's had a great movie since Chris Christmas. I know. It's, it
1: breaks my heart. But you're right. Like I. And it's really hard because Miss Christmas is so wonderful that it's like we're still it's like we're chasing the Miss Christmas high and we're never going to get it back. (laughs) But I but I do love her and I think she's delightful. And I hope that I have hope. (laughs) I have hope that this is going to be a cute movie. But the wedding thing and a yeah. contest and a best man. I don't know. But the director,
0: Paul Ziller, he's had a pretty great hot streak here. Okay. Yeah, good morning Christmas. Oh, pretty. yes. Just my type. Favorite of spring for me, at least. Love that. Love and shore. It saved Valentine's last year. Amen. Uh, so that's pretty good. <laughs> so, so we've got
1: upside. We've got
0: upside here. Mm hmm. And uh, Brendan Penny can be charming when he's trying to be. I really like Dash of Love. Mm-hmm. That's my one of my favorites with him and Jen Lilly. And, you know, Joach can do great stuff uh, when she has, you know, some, she's done some really good scripts. And it also has Matthew McCall in it who I think is kind of underrated. I would love to see him uh, have more. He's the lead in the Haley Dean movies, but we haven't seen those for a while. Yeah. Where are those? I don't know. I would like to see. I really would. Um, but he was, I thought very charming and never kiss a man in a Christmas sweater. Yeah. He was very cute as the BFF. Uh, and uh, he played the villain in the most, recent aurora tea garden he was the, the reunited the uh reunion he's one the, yeah yeah he's the villain yeah so he plays the celebrity wedding planner whatever and i think he could be very funny i hope so as We're, this kind you know of david, what?
1: the more david you, tara-esque <laughs> the more you say the
0: more interested i am so yeah so, all right. Well, and and I feel like they so rarely do anything. I guess you had the um sister of the bride that was set in Palm Springs, but they don't have very many of these movies that are set in California or the like warmer climates or uh, I guess the summer movies usually are, but
1: yeah. I don't know. I just
0: feel like Beverly Hills is very unique. It is. It
1: is. It is a unique location for these movies. As someone who lives in Los Angeles, the location is the least interesting thing about this to me. Uh-huh. But it could be cute. We'll see.
0: <laughs> but it, I'm sure you'll be saying this is very Vancouver as Beverly Hills. Oh my gosh, it'll be like my reaction <laughs> when the the Christmas movie
1: where they went to um, Solvang and it snowed, <laughs> and it I have thoughts. <laughs>
0: which didn't even they didn't even need to make it snow there was no reason but anyway uh so this movie we do our our holiday our valentine's preview uh ranking by would you give this movie a box of chocolates a broke well bottom one would you give this movie a a broken heart would you give it a, a a box of chocolates a dozen roses or a diamond ring. That's the scale of Valentine's gifts. I'd give it a box of chocolates. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I'd give it like a really good box of chocolates. We're talking like yeah. a diamond. Yeah. yeah, fancy chocolate. Right. <laughs> so, all right, let's move on. Okay, so next we have Plain Cupid, the Sun the 13th. the stars Lara Van der Vort, Nicholas Gonzalez and Mia Cuaranta de la Rosa and it is written by Nina Wiseman based on a book by Jenny Mayerhoff and it's a modern day Emma finds David Martinez being secretly set up with his daughter's teacher when the young girl begins a matchmaking business for a school project and we had the chance to talk to Laura actually talked to her today believe it or not and nice. I know and uh, it sounds like it's a really cute project. And the idea is that I think she is the teacher. And they do uh, like do, they have to eat. The kids have to design like an app or something like that. And uh, some kind of project. And so she ends up designing this dating app or whatever, and wanting to put her, her and her dad and her teacher together. And I guess it has a little bit of a kind of Mexican culture feel to it. Mm-hmm. With uh, they show on the poster those um uh, I don't know what they're called, but the cutouts, you know, the, the yeah, bangers. I know what you're
1: talking about, yeah. yeah. And so the that's decorations, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And I really liked Lara in the Christmas exchange mm-hmm. that. She did for Lifetime last last season. Uh, I thought it was really charming. Uh, where they this was kind of a take on the holiday type idea where they switch houses. And uh, but unlike the holiday where you end up falling in love with the person that you switched, uh, somebody there where you switched, they actually fall in love with each other mm-hmm. as they're living in each other's environments and writing emails back and forth to each other. So I thought it was, I thought it was cute. I liked it. And I saw it, and I thought, well, she could have real potential in this genre if she wants. So right. I'm pretty excited about it. And of course, Nina, I'm always going to be excited about that. I'm a little nervous when I saw a Modern Day Emma. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the
1: one sticking point
0: <laughs> because homework is not done. My Jane Austen right, not great. No, she they have not, and uh, so. I mean, the only one I can even think of that I liked was, I guess, Unleash Mr. Darcy way back in the day. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed that. It's partly because Ryan Pavey's like perfect to play Darcy. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, but all the other ones have frustrated me because they're not Jane Austen adaptations at all. It's just a name only. Right. It feels very
1: unnecessary and it feels like they use it as like a hook to mm-hmm. try and get people to watch. But then I feel like if you are an Austin fan, like you are inevitably disappointed. Like it's mm-hmm. just, I feel like it's so unnecessary. Like a lot of times these movies, you know, stand on their own and they don't really need like that little extra, you know, maybe the characters share some names and some character traits. Mm-hmm. You just don't need it, you know? And yeah, I, and like- I think sometimes it's a detriment, like the wizard of Oz movie. Oh uh, yeah over christmas ccb's movie don't even get me started like
0: like for instance the pemberley manor movie was perfectly cute it was perfectly fine right but the the having all of the jane austen pride and prejudice names where it made no sense and wasn't at all like pride and prejudice was distracting because you're like why is captain wentworth i mean you're like why is captain uh and you're like why is Wickham a good person in this version of the story like right why is he the mayor that makes no sense so you're waiting for him to do something bad because that's his character <laughs> in the story <laughs> and I don't know like it's just distracting and frustrating and so in the sense of sensibility literally they gave the wrong name like they had the high-spirited one Yeah. Named Eleanor, which makes no sense. Yeah, they should have been switched. Yeah, Marianne is the high-spirited one, not Eleanor. And so things like that are annoying. But it might just be in the summary. At least it's not called, like, Emma or, you know what I mean? Right. Because obviously you can do amazing modern adaptations of Emma. Clueless, hello. Right. So what would you give it? Would you give it a a, we have in in our preview scale? would you give it
1: i mean i think all of the cool things about it that you mentioned um outweigh my <laughs> um austin hesitation and i would actually give this um the dozen roses yeah
0: me too same all right so then we have on the 20th we have mix up in the mediterranean and this stars jeremy jordan who i heart jeremy jordan and jessica Loudis. And it is written by Julie Kim and Corrine Marwood. And they have both done Nostalgic Christmas and Love Blossoms. Uh, And it's a small town cook impersonates his big city chef twin to compete in a culinary contest and falls for the woman in charge of the event who thinks he is the brother who is married. And evidently, in the original summary that they had, the brother is married to a man really yes and so it's like and they don't have it in the summary now but it was originally because i remember talking to lisa about it our friend lisa being like we need more inter- information about this. right can they expand a bit we <laughs> <laughs> we'd like to know the story behind this yes yeah. So I don't know if, if they will take that out or if it's still a thing or what is happening. Um, what's going on, but double the Jeremy Jordan. I can, I'm behind that. Yeah. He's great. I love him. I, I mean, does he, he sing? sing? Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's the question on everyone's mind. Does he get a song?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds kind of bonkers. Kind of fun yeah it's this
1: this sounds crazy to me (laughs) Um, (laughs) but i like the twin thing um especially because you know those twins on top chef those twin chef brothers yes that um so that yeah exactly so that that kind of feels right to me i like that um and i also really loved love blossoms like i feel like it's I feel like a lot of people felt it was pretty forgettable, um, but I really love it a lot. It's like one of my favorites. And so I did not feel the same way about Nostalgic Christmas, but <laughs> the, I know that there is potential with these writers to deliver me something I enjoy.
0: Mm-hmm. I was not, I was a little bored by Love Blossoms. Everyone like, said
1: it. But... I did not think it was boring. I loved it. The
0: whole tension of, <laughs> can I create the the perfect I loved it
1: it's like like, Rachel I can't even describe to you I loved every minute of it (laughs) every flower they picked I love that in the end like they don't they can't do it in the lab so they're like mixing formulas in the bathtub like I love the smell he could pick the notes out of every you know She dropped her her scarf into a bowl of flowers and he knew they were apple blossoms or whatever. I'm telling you, I love that movie. Yeah. Every Uh, minute of it.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. I (laughs) I I share your your love for it. Anyone with me. Anyone out there, please let let me know know. because I've literally
1: never heard of another fan of this movie. And if you are, will you like DM me, tweet me, please? Thank you story no
0: because yeah i was not invested on the those i call them the scientific farmer movies you know it's like is will the poinsettias be red or will the tulips bloom or will the wine be ready i'm just like (laughs) not (laughs) in
1: is the olive oil (laughs) is the olive oil you know tasty enough
0: not my favorite. But nevertheless, they can certainly make a good film and uh, yeah, if the uh it, the this it could be an interesting thing to have this twins, mm-hmm. you know, that you've got one the gay twin and one like okay, it'll be interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so and cuz that's the thing with like twins is even if they're identical twins, like they don't Literally look identical. Like they have like differences. Once you get to know them, you know, and you can tell them apart.
1: Well, and also but, like full blown
0: adults
1: have different styles, hair lengths. Yeah. You know, and you, um, lot,
0: you have different weights and different, right? like, not the same. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: Um, it's so, not like mom is still dressing them in, you know, the same little suits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're adults, <laughs> yeah. And I don't know how they will. What's what they'll do as far as the Mediterranean aspect of it, it where it was filmed. There was, you know, what's going on with that. But, but anyway, I like Jessica Loundis and I like Jeremy Jordan, and so i i'm gonna give this one a a nice box of chocolates we'll see it's we'll see it could be a total disaster but i'm also giving this one
1: chocolates yeah i'm i'm right in line with you like i i I think this could be fun and like you know Uh fun and zany or i could be immediately out
0: we'll see we'll (laughs) see all right. Well, the twenty seventh, we have it was always you, and this is Aaron Krakow and Tyler Hines, Giles Panton, Elisa Rotaro, and Nelson Wong, which Tyler, Giles, Alicia, and Nelson we have all had on the podcast. So they, <laughs> this is a a uh, we haven't had Aaron on yet. Come on, Aaron, come on our show. Yeah, but, what, uh, what's Aaron doing? I'm sure. I don't know. She hasn't come on. on before. Come on. It's a pretty fun cast. I feel like I know the cast somewhat well. And the plot is Elizabeth's engagement plans are thrown into disarray when her fiance's free-spirited brother David returns home. David's unexpected influence prompts Elizabeth to question her life decisions. So we have another kind of wedding movie with this one. But the uh, what do we think about Tyler Hines being the free spirited brother?
1: I that I think that they probably casted that perfectly. I can yeah. see him as like not just the free spirit, but as more like the um, not bad boy because like are any of these Hallmark leading men bad boys? Right? But like he's you know the one who probably took a different path and has um the one necessarily who necessarily traveled on the straight and narrow yeah
0: the one who wants her to make like more free-spirited wedding choices exactly that's exactly cool <laughs>
1: exactly like i feel like that is perfect for him that's his that's his whole vibe you know i think that's what we love about him in a lot of ways
0: well and we've seen this a lot where you have kind of the more the you have the man of business kind of the and then you have the uh, more free-spirited brother or other associate uh, that comes in. And all of a sudden, the uh, the stuffed shirt that they're with doesn't look so great. Right. So. <laughs> and poor Giles. He always ends up playing this stuff <laughs> I know. <shirt>. So charming. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Uh, yeah, I I'm gonna give this one chocolates as well. I mean, t- Tyler Hines is so charming, and I like I I prefer Erin personally when she's in a more modern setting than on Winkle's the Heart because mm. I think she actually can be funny if she's yeah. allowed to be funny. Right. And I uh, I liked her in the um in the photographer movie with Ryan McPartland. Right. That one right. I. I think that one's pretty good. So uh, what will you give this one? I'm also going to give this
1: chocolates. Um, I think that this, this is a um, highly anticipated pairing yeah. and I'm very interested to see what their chemistry is like, what the story is like. Um, so yeah, i give them, I'd give them a nice, nice box of chocolates.
2: We just want to take a break from the show just to have a little check-in before we go on in the show. We actually want to talk about our sponsor for this week, um, BetterHelp. Uh, in 2021, it's definitely okay to talk about your mental health, about your happiness. Humans aren't meant to keep everything inside. It can make us sick and therapy helps. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now. Maybe you need some tools to help. Maybe you've got stress, insecurity, problems in your relationship, um, aren't not dealing well with things going on in your life. And that's what therapy can be. And whatever you need, don't be ashamed. Because normal humans struggle and they start to feel better Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's good to start to feel better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers you video, phone, or a live chat session with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. The good thing is BetterHelp is much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you, because you are your greatest asset. So this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Hallmarkies Podcasts. And listeners can get 10% off of their first month at betterhelp.com slash Hallmarkies. That's better H-E-L-P, dot com slash. Walmart, Thank you for supporting the
0: show. Very good. All right. Well, next here's where the promising seems just one that I, I don't know why I had it at the top. I had it, I have it twice <laughs> the next. So the next one is called fit for a prince. And this is on the sixth in this stars, Natalie Hall, who we adore. We loved. She did our watch so along. She's so cute. And in uh, Jonathan Zelt and it's a promising seamstress designs dresses for a charity ball, hoping to impress the Royal guest though. The dresses seem destined for disaster. The two still may manage to find their happily ever after. So we have her playing the commoner in a, you know, she already that we had her watch along of a winter princess where she was playing a princess Mm -hmm. and here she is playing a commoner who, a seamstress, who is designing dresses to impress the Royal guests and obviously meets this Prince in the process. So what do you think about this one?
1: Um, maybe I am just riding the absolute high of Royal Holiday, but I could go for a good Royal movie right now. Um, so I'm here for this. I mean, I love Natalie Hall. I love when our protagonist is like a fashion designer or a seamstress, whatever. I like that, um, vibe. Mm-hmm. So I have, you know, I have pretty high hopes for this one. I think that, I I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm just in a royal mood. I'm, I'm into it. Yeah.
0: And I love Natalie Hall. I really do. I love yeah, the seven-year itch. I like that Sylvain movie wasn't the best in the world, but, but like she was. But she even, was so
1: cute in it. Right. Even though that movie wasn't great, like she was what hooked me in and kept me yeah. watching. She just couldn't have been cuter or
0: more yeah. fun. And Midnight at the Magnolia was good on Netflix, in my opinion. And uh, and then You're Making Me Crazy was good. <laughs> so cute. Yeah, so fun so she's fun so that's enough to kind of get me excited and i don't know the guy at all i don't either but i love a new face i'm here for it let's do it jonathan zelt uh let me see here i'm looking him up yeah there we go he looks charming so way to go does he look princely yes
1: okay very good very good
0: he doesn't have an eye, at least i'm having arts hard time finding his imdb so maybe he's really new Ooh, a mystery i like this yeah. even more <laughs> <laughs> so all right uh i will give this one chocolates royal movies can be pretty boring but i hope that it'll be good and uh, i give a box of chocolates to natalie <laughs>
1: To, to natalie alone, yeah, to natalie alone. <laughs> you know what i am 100 percent with you i'm giving natalie the finest box of chocolates yeah. for this movie but just her to eat all <laughs> on her own no one can steal one
0: <laughs> all right then we have on the 20th of march we have chasing waterfalls And this stars Cindy Busby and Christopher Russell. They're back after their strong film with Love in the Forecast.
1: Rachel, I'm really glad you laughed. I was like, is she really going to get through this entire statement with a straight face? I think not! (laughs) It was... was the, the savior for june. that chuckle i was then, waiting for
0: that chuckle i was like she better laugh with these words God, june said. was the worst there was no <laughs> happiness except for Cynthia busby in her ring gear that was the only happy happiness in all of june rachel so. i i
1: <laughs> i am <laughs> standing by my stance that you did not like that movie you were just desperate I rachel was can desperate. tell me for the rest of our lives. <laughs> she, she is going to tell me that she liked this movie. But I know better. <laughs> I know better. She didn't like it. She was desperate.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> desperate times. So what are you going to do? All right. So this is directed by Christopher Wolf. Who's done many, many films. Including Left in the Forecast. Um, <laughs> and um, and uh, she... And and it was written by Jason Broke and Tamara Junkin are the names. And its photographer Amy travels to a remote lodge to find mythical waterfalls and falls for handsome guide Mark. They adventure to find the mystic waterfall and discover their true feelings. <laughs> I hate this description. <laughs> i mean come on we get another photographer though in the long line i hate this description
1: so much mystic waterfalls and discover
0: their true feelings no
1: (laughs) yeah and once
0: they used to find the mythical waterfalls and the adventure to find the mystic waterfalls (laughs) the mythical mystic waterfalls no <laughs> uh, i love you hallmark summary writer can we be friends please come on the podcast yeah please come on the podcast i have questions
1: <laughs> yes
0: and uh but yeah i mean how many we should do a ranking sometime of hallmark photographers because
1: we should best photographer movies we should absolutely mm-hmm. do a ranking yeah I have plenty of thoughts
0: because I we were in that one with Aaron Krakow so there are so many it's like the go-to if they want to be like a creative free spirit totally oh, so there's a photographer totally <laughs> um, and uh yeah I don't know I mean I I <laughs> I do think it's a pretty good fit to have your handsome tour guide be the you know be Christopher Russell. I don't know if I can buy him his name Mark for some reason. <laughs> that doesn't feel I love that that's bothering you. <laughs> no offense to anybody named Mark, but it just I feel like Christopher Russell to me. But um I don't know. <laughs> Do you have any hope for this one? No, I don't. No. No
1: no, no <laughs> hope. I'm really sorry. Um i love christopher russell and i love cindy um no i have no hope (laughs) hopefully it will surprise us but yeah broken heart unfortunately yeah i'm so sorry broken heart like i mean i was laughing the second i read this synopsis
0: i was like you know what that's not gonna be for me, <laughs> yeah. I mean, why do they have a lodge if there it's this remote lodge to find guys? is everybody at the lodge trying to find the? and wait, the wait a Russell? minute
1: was he was Christopher Russell in the Emily Uber yes, he was. Movie where he played the tour guide or whatever, yeah, yeah he was. The, I mean they try and give him this role a lot and he, and to be fair he is like great as that kind of like outdoorsy yeah whatever but these movies tend to fall flat for me especially if there's any CGI if there's any CGI yeah. I'm done the CGI in that glamping movie was outrageous they didn't they CGI like a full bear
0: and it yeah. was just
1: too much I'm so sorry broken heart
0: all right so now we're on to the mysteries so we have crossword mysteries terminal descent and this is of course lacey spare barbara niven brendan elliott brandy alexander is in this one and it is directed by peter benson so yeah fun love him And after volunteering to participate in a crossword solving competition with a new supercomputer, (laughs) crossword puzzle editor Tessa Harper finds herself swept into the investigation of the bizarre murder of a tech CEO. So what do you think? Um, (laughs) well, I think the, the thing is, is that by this point, I think that. Poor Tess would have like a reputation around her. Don't go around Tess; people get murdered. Yeah, exactly. Then you're around Tess. Yeah. That's the hard part about these ones that don't involve actual people that would naturally be investigating, right? right. Like, right, totally. Your news people or your, you know, <laughs> your photographer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you have librarians and <laughs> morning show chefs and crossword don't
1: on billing <laughs> blessings rachel you know better than that in my presence
0: <laughs> i mean i guess it all started with the baker With right. where did she baked and it's fine i don't have a problem with it it's fine um and i do like Lacey and brennan i think they are good together i like brennan in this role in particular i think he makes, good, yeah, he makes a pretty good yeah he makes a good cop and i wish they would use barbara niven more i feel yeah, like they, this series they don't use her very poor barbara she never gets like i was so disappointed uss christmas that she had like hardly anything to do i was and actually
1: really I, surprised because they definitely used her for promo no, i thought we'd sure see more do. of her in
0: that movie and i i just feel like hallmark her really like she's such a good actress and I wish they would give her more to do in general. Give
1: her a movie. Uh, Find your love later in life. Come on now. Give her a movie. She would be
0: great at that. And so I would love to see more with her. I like the name. Crossword Mysteries. Terminal Descent yeah that is a good name it's good it's better
1: it's better than abracadaver which i hate (laughs) it
0: i like that one but yeah you and your your hatred of magic um (laughs) magic is terrible (laughs) uh, it's delightful you're crazy um (laughs) uh, but i don't know i actually don't think this one sounds that bad for what it is. I mean, they, they've gotten her in this competition. She's coming up against a supercomputer. And the tech guy is murdered. So they'll both be kind of out of their element, I think. Right. Right. And... Yeah. I, I for the most part, have liked these. Uh, I, I think they've all been pretty good. Yeah, so. I
1: definitely... Um... I I like this series overall. I do. Yeah. I mean, I know that I hated on the magic one like hard and that's like a personal problem, but mm-hmm. I do overall I have enjoyed these movies. So yeah. You know, I mean, I'm going to watch it and I'll probably like it. I mean, for me, with these mysteries, the bar is like on the floor. Like, I will watch any mystery you put in front of me and I'll probably end up being invested and like it somehow. I am giving this one. You know what? I'm giving it chocolate. Like, maybe Hershey's Kisses, but it's getting some chocolates.
0: Okay yeah i'm gonna also give it chocolates we're getting a lot of chocolates in this episode
1: we have we're it's like it's almost like we're traumatized and like we're we're scarred and we're afraid we're afraid to love again
0: (laughs) (laughs) i take it back i'm gonna give fit for prince i'm gonna give it uh, i'm gonna give it flowers i'm gonna natalie flowers yeah i'm going back all right we have chronicle mysteries helped to death and this is alice and sweeney (laughs) Benjamin Ayers, Rebecca Staub, Allison Onzura, uh, and it's Alex and Drew investigate a self help retreat and the controversial life coach who oversees it. Yes, give me mm-hmm. like give it, put it in
1: my veins. Like yeah. this is what I want. I love a scammer. I love a cult. I love a quote unquote mm-hmm. self help retreat. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is this this is right up my alley. <laughs>
0: It does sound fun. I have not been a fan of the Chronicle Mysteries. I like all the people involved. I really do. I just, I guess I'm just too close to podcasting. And so, Mm -hmm. like, it just frustrates me because I don't think they've used the podcasting element well. And it doesn't, it's just, she's just a reporter. Yeah. It doesn't, she's not a, and, and like that's not if you're doing scripted podcasts like Serial or something that's not how they do Serial. no not at all it, it's not like an on those are cold cases like it just right, doesn't not make reporting any in sense in like real
1: time the format doesn't necessarily yeah. lend itself to like you know reporting
0: in the moment mm-hmm. and of course we had the one with the olive oil that one I will. <laughs> <laughs> but uh... But so this is not my favorite series, but I'll give it like a, um, like a cheap thing of chocolates. But hopefully it'll be good. I 7-Eleven like like chocolates.
1: <laughs> like you're giving it like Christmas chocolates the day after Christmas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> At 7-Eleven. <7-11. Yeah. laughs>
1: like deeply discounted <laughs> chocolates. Yeah i hear you i'm giving it flowers just because of the scammer yeah. like it it sounds like there's a scammer and i love i i love that i love that theme <laughs> and so i'm excited
0: well the last thing that we wanted to preview is not even on homer channel it's on netflix and it's on the 12th of february we have to all the boys always and forever And this stars Lana Condor, of course, and Noah Centineo. And uh, it's as Lara Jean Covey prepares for the end of high school and the start of adulthood, a pair of life changing trips leads her to reimagine what life with her family, friends, and Peter will look like after graduation. And so basically in the trailer, uh, she is planning on going to Stanford with Peter and, then and trying to figure out if she's going to get in or what she's going to do but then she takes a trip to new york city and she kind of falls in love with it and now she wants to go to new york city but she also wants to be with peter so here's a conflict and you have just been introduced to all the boys is that correct yes
1: yes you know it's one of those movies the first two when they came out People were raving about them, but for whatever reason, they, you know, they just kind of fell off my list. Like, it's really hard to keep up with all of the great content that is out there. There really is. So I am, you know, eternally grateful that you had me on today. So I felt a need to watch both of the movies. Uh And I mean, I couldn't love them more. They're just so... I mean, there's just such an emotional honesty to teenagers, and those movies do it so well. And I'm obsessed. I was like sitting on my couch all afternoon. Like, I
0: knew you would love. It. I, I, mean, I really. I was just like, you got to watch it. And of course, it's so nice to have a little bit of representation. And Lana is so cute. I mean, and her whole family like I just was like falling
1: between crying and laughing and swooning the entire movies like I love a romance that's actually about you know the other relationships too and I love her and her sisters and her best friend and like, oh my goodness, these movies are so cute I can't How about handle the, it. the hot tub scene? Oh. That was pretty good. Listen, Hello. I was not prepared for that at all. <laughs> yeah. When she got in there clothed, I was like, oh, Uh, she is getting her man. And I'm here for it. You go, Lara Jean. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And when he was writing her letters, like he would just pass her notes. Oh, I can't handle it.
0: And Noah Centineo is so charming. I think he's not right. A big star.
1: It's not right that he is that charming
0: and that attractive.
1: It's and that like funny. It's just not fair.
0: Yeah, I was trying to think of who he kind of reminds me of. Like, if I was going to see the next Tom Cruise or the next Brad Pitt or, like, who he would be kind of comparable to uh, in, uh, I think uh, he sort of almost has a Harry Connick Jr. look to him as well. Yeah, there's just,
1: like, I think what's so fun about him, too, is, like, there's a real kind of quirkiness to him. Like, Mm -hmm. he's very attractive and very charming and a lot of like the traditional kind of le- leading man swoon worthy ways, but he's also kind of yeah. quirky and mm-hmm. it's
0: so cute. Yeah. And then the second one, they tried to give this love triangle, but I didn't really like that. I could have gotten rid of the whole love triangle uh, because I I didn't think it really, I guess in the book it's way better, but uh, in this, in the movie, I just felt like that wasn't that interesting to me. I was more interested in, in their relationship and I thought the ending uh when they kiss after the party and uh oh my god they say I thought that was really good when he says break my heart
1: and yeah he is standing outside of that oh my goodness on the stairs I just yeah. oh swoon it was I, very my heart,
0: break my heart I don't care <laughs> I love you <laughs> my my uh friend conrado and i every year we do a our, our own awards show over on uh my channel and we have best kiss that we give every year and that was my that ending kiss was my pick for best kiss of 2020 uh, of 2020 was in uh, the second all the boys. i mean it's movie. so
1: good and he comes to pick her up and he's like yeah. you don't like to drive in the
0: snow <laughs> oh, come on, and, Rachel. Yeah, and they have such good chemistry the two of them. They do. And I I liked in the second movie I felt like they made Peter more of a fully fledged person cuz in the first one he's obviously super swoonworthy, but he's also I called him a little bit of a manic, manic pixie dream guy cuz he just kind of goes with whatever she says and whatever, you know, she does. Whereas I think in the second one they made him like more of a real character who has opinions and personality. And I liked that. Right. uh, There was definitely more depth to him in the second one. So I think this third one has a lot of potential as you see them branching off. And what's she going to do? Is she going to go to Stanford with him? Or is she going to go to New York? Are they going to try to long distance it? What's going to happen? I think it's going to be interesting.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think that the other like um, great thing about this movie is the supporting characters. Like I love all their friends. They're mm-hmm. all really cute and they all have history. Like I like that too about the friendships, like the whole time capsule um, storyline in the second mm-hmm. movie. You know, it's like these people have good. history. Like it feels real, you know, like a real kind of high school experience. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I think it's needless to say after all of that word, <laughs> all of that word vomit I just let out yeah. about how obsessed I am with this movie, that I am so excited. It's yeah. getting a diamond ring from me. Yeah, a diamond it.
0: ring for me too. Tresa yeah. Maharo is in these and he's charming. He's been on our show. Chanel Parrish. Yeah. And so- Corbett
1: as her dad. Like, come on. It's just like heavy hitters. It's so good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. Diamond ring, and uh, so it's my most anticipated of February of all the romances we talked about. So same,
1: same, same, same. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for gently suggesting that I watch Yay. it, and it was gentle. She said, "You don't have to," but like I think you'd like it, and I was like, "All right, if we're gonna talk about it, I'm gonna watch it." And Yay. I'm so glad I did. Although Yay. it did make me really depressed to be <laughs> as I sat on my couch. I was like, you know what? I'm really jealous of Lar Sixteen year old Largen. Very yeah. jealous
0: right now. I know. It's like, who can I make a somebody can send out my letters or
1: <laughs> I know.
0: I'm like looking at the dog
1: like zero. If I write some letters, can Ugh. you send them out for me?
0: It did kind of make me, it reminded me of when I was in middle school, actually, where my little sister, who is <laughs> my sister's 10 years younger than me, uh, this this sister, and she found my uh, like uh, planner book. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you kind of have phone numbers in your planner or even in your phone of people you don't really talk to that much anymore. They're like old numbers. Yeah. Well, I did. She called every single person in my planner book, and I was mortified. What did she say? She was just like chatting it up with them. (laughs) And I mean, she's like literally four or five years old.
1: uh, (laughs) She was just calling to say hi to everybody.
0: She's like, Hi, it's Anna, blah, 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 blah. And my mom was just cracking up. She thought it was so funny, and she's like, "I don't know why you're so upset." And I was so embarrassed. (laughs) Hi, it's Anna. (laughs) That is adorable. Yeah, and so I, I kind of relate to Lard, (laughs) to Archie (laughs) getting a letter sent by her little sister that
1: scene even though i because i knew the premise of the movie but even watching that yeah. scene my heart seized up for her like when she's when he's what when she's talking to um noah about the letter yeah noah Fresh peter when she's talking to him about the letter and then she sees what's his name samuelson or whatever yeah she sees him walking up and he's got a letter in his hand it's like
0: <laughs> she passes out and that is the appropriate response <laughs> Yeah. I I remember I literally do remember going to school and all these people and people like I didn't even know all that well were like, "Hey, your sister called me yesterday."
1: That is so freaking funny. Yeah.
0: Your sister called me yesterday just to talk. Yeah, just to chat it up. So, there you go. That's my middle school shame. Oh,
1: man, that's that is a good one. That's very cute, though. It is. In
0: retrospect, I can see why my mom was like, what are you complaining about? I know. She's probably <laughs> loving it. She's like, yeah, call the next person, honey. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're in middle school, everything is trauma.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And and like, you're so protective of like your, your image and your, yeah. you know, how you present yourself to your friends. It's like, you don't want your baby sister. You're like, what did you say? <laughs> to <them? laughs> Did you embarrass me? <laughs>
0: Uh, well there we go that is these movies so let us know in the comments what you think what are you excited for are you giving out way more diamond rings than we are we want to know we were what you think it. we were we we only for all the boys um, <laughs> but uh, let us know in the comments and i uh, hope that you all have a really fun Valentine's, and we'll be excited to cover them and uh, so dory where can people find you you can find me at all the feels pod
1: on twitter on facebook and download all the feels podcast
0: wherever you listen to your podcasts great and you can find me at rachel's reviews all of our social media itunes youtube and on tomatoes so check that out I have all of my reviews from the movies i watched at sundance Uh, So if you're interested in that, please check it out. And then also make sure you're following the podcast, at hallmarkies pod and hallmarkies podcast all over social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please give both of our podcasts ratings and reviews. We really appreciate it. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group, which is so fun. We have a really fun uh, watch along coming up this month, where we are going to be watching Daro and Daro with Lala Fitzgerald, Ooh. And who plays Lulu <laughs> on uh, on that series. So that will be really fun, and that'll be on the twentieth of. Uh, February so check that out and we also have our merch store which we have some Valentine's designs so by artist Jessica Miller so please check that out and thanks so much this was really fun and hope you all enjoyed it and we'll talk to you all later bye everyone bye